Hello, adventuresses. Hello, Heather. And welcome to the podcast show for women who love horses, travel, and adventure. I'm Ute, and as usual, recording, or again, uh, we haven't done it so often now, but I'm very happy that today I'm recording together with my partner, Heather. So welcome to the podcast, Heather. I'm so happy to have you back again to talk with you about horses. Yeah, you know, it's been a while since we, we chatted about uh, our favorite topic, you know, the, 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 the sisterhood that, uh, we have with horses and adventure and travel. Um, it is really something, uh, something great. Then we always have fun times talking. Yeah, definitely. Well, winter is here, at least in the Northern Hemisphere. I think in most of the countries it has arrived. And horse riding outside is so much more challenging during the cold weather. So today we're here to talk a little bit about uh, some tips and tricks for winter riding to make winter riding more enjoyable and maybe, you know, just uh, to encourage more people to also continue riding in winter. I know, um, I mean, Heather, you live in Northern Canada um, or say not in northern, southern Canada, but it's very far up north. So for you, winter is really, really severe. Yes, that that is very true. Um, going riding in the winter time, you do have to be fairly picky. On you know, if, if it is a nice day, not too windy. Um, there's not a lot of let's plan to go next Saturday riding because you just don't know it. If uh, opportunity presents itself, off you go. Uh, but you're right. When the temperatures are are dropping, um, you definitely need to have the right gear. Yeah. Uh, to make definitely. sure that you're warm, your horse is warm, all of exactly. those things. Exactly. Yes, yeah, so I'm super excited because you're really the expert, and I'm just supplying a couple of uh, of my own experiences, perhaps. So let's just head to the show. We are explorers. We are trailblazers. We love to do what cannot be done. We love to test our limits cross borders and we love the freedom horses bring us we seek lands without fences who are we we are equestrian adventuresses we are a community of women who love horses travel and adventure to infinity and beyond and now your hosts Uta and Heather Hello, Equestrian Adventuresses. This is the founder, Crystal Kelly speaking, and I wanted to just jump on and share a quick story about Equestrian Adventuresses because in 2017, I had this crazy idea of like, what if there were not just myself traveling around with horses, but what if there were others interested in horses? And the more that I traveled in countries like India and Egypt and Romania, the more that I saw this lack of education in the equestrian industry, especially for women. You know, there just wasn't a level of standard lessons and trainers in a lot of the different countries that I went to. And even in the U.S. where I grew up, you know, high level equestrian coaches was so unreachable. It was like only for rich people. And it was like a two hour drive round trip just to get like a mediocre riding lesson. So I could only afford to do a riding lesson every other week. And so I've teamed up with the International Equestrian to create 
a new solution for those of you who want high-level coaching and access to riding lessons and a more structured way of riding. So you're not just floating around the arena, but you can actually show up and have a ride with a purpose every single time you ride. And so I've teamed up with the International Equestrian. There is now a new app available in the Apple and Google Play Store. It's called Horse Riding Lessons. So if you download the Horse Riding Lessons app, you can actually take riding lessons on a daily basis, however many times a week you're riding on your horse. And there's so many cool, fun exercises you can choose from. There's trail riding exercises, endurance exercises, there's pole work, there's a lot of dressage work, and there's a variety of different levels. So you can choose from the different levels based on if you're riding a green horse, or if you're riding a more experienced horse, or maybe you're a green rider, or you're a more advanced rider. So there's so many different lessons that you can do inside this app. It's super cool. I would highly recommend if you haven't checked it out already, head over to the Apple store or the Google Play store, search horse riding lessons, or you can also click on the link in our show notes or check out the international for a direct link to the app. Okay, download it, try it out. It's super cool. You literally just press play on your phone. You choose the lesson that you want. You press play and you listen to the audio lesson as you're riding around on your horse. It's very easy to use. You can listen to the audios just by pressing play on your phone or if you have speakers in your arena, or you can also just press play and listen to it in your pocket, or you can use one of those really cool open ear equestrian wireless headsets or earphones or however it is you want to do, but it's a super cool, super easy way, and it's bringing education to countries like India and Romania and Egypt, and it's something that's never been done before, so I'm super excited about it. I love sharing it with you, and I love seeing you guys posting your videos in the group of you doing the audio lessons, so keep it coming. Don't forget to head over to the Apple or Google Play Store and download Horse Riding Lessons app today. And here we are back talking about winter riding with Heather, who lives in Canada and who's really an expert on winter riding. Yes. So. Well, there, there's two two aspects or two scenarios with winter riding in Canada. It's the, okay, yeah, we're going to plan. It looks like it's going to be nice on Saturday. Uh, let's plan to go for a trail ride or a ditch ride or a road ride, whatever. So, you know, you get together with your friends and you, you maybe you haul in or you tack up your horse and you, cause you've taken your bridle in the night before to warm up the bit. And then there's that scenario of, oh, it's nice out. I'm going to go for a ride and you um, catch your horse and hop on bareback and just go because Oh, to put the saddle on and have to go warm up the bridle or the bit takes too long. Um, my preference for winter riding is um, is to go bareback. I feel connected to the horse and some of the horse's warmth also seeps through your legs and keeps you warm also while you're out there. Um, but uh, But really, your gear, they do make some fantastic winter riding gear right from fleece line breeches um right up to like a jumpsuit that's like ski pants jacket hood the whole bit mm -hmm. um so i i will share a little bit about that um i'm not sure if anybody's ever ridden in those fleece lined um jods or breeches um they are super warm they still have like you can get the ones that have like this the sticky butt still kind of in it, but it's the inside part that's like fleecy and nice and warm. Um, now, really depending on 
the temperature. Uh, sometimes you need your fleece jods or breeches and a ski pant over top of it. Um, but just keep in mind, sometimes you're, unless they're specific riding ski pants, um, they will be on the slippery side. So, you know, if you're going anywhere where your horse could be uh, a little bit dancey, you know, make sure that your butt and feet are securely in the saddle and in the stirrups because you, uh, you don't want to, uh, um, slide off your horse because then you're looking for a snowbank to climb back on. <laughs> um, but I want to talk about this jumpsuit because, you know, like they're all the rage, right? The onesies that women are wearing the, you know, they were really popular in like the seventies and eighties, the rompers kind of thing. But I found a riding jumpsuit. It's waterproof, breathable, insulated with a unique design that features perfectly suited for riders has leg zippers um, that open all the way up to the thigh, allowing, you know, easily to put your boots on. Um, their storm flaps are held by uh, magnets, not Velcro. Um, so you don't get horse hair trapped in there. Um, and it reduces uh, some stickiness. Um, there is a, a little D ring on the hip that can hold your helmet, your spurs, um, anything that needs so you can be hands free. There's a crop pocket um, on the one leg, um, lots of pockets. There's ones for your phone, your keys, even some money if you want to stop at the pub while you're out for your ride. Um, there's even a pocket to put a horse treat in um, that has a wipeable liner. So, so that might be uh, uh, something for the, you know, if you're a serious winter rider, you may want to check out uh, those. Uh, it's a one piece. So uh, I, I've never seen them in the stores. I just saw them uh, online, but I thought, you know, that's fantastic. It's just a one piece. It's like the old farmers that had the whole big, like the coveralls, you know, that, uh, but these ones have a pocket for everything, even horse treats. Yeah, I think, you know, I think these uh, overalls, they are, we call them overalls in German. I don't know if you call them that in English too. Um, we, I think they go, they got popular with the Icelandic riders because in Iceland, it's so cold that people really need them. And uh, from there, they started their, um, their victory all over the world. And I think personally, I really want to get one myself because I think they're super cool and it's really, really cold. Now, it doesn't get that cold, uh, not in India, not in Germany. But um, still, I think um, if I'm ever out riding in the snow, these things would come in handy. So, yeah, definitely also on my bucket list uh, or on, on my purchase uh, list in future when I do more winter riding. Well, and, and the one thing about... Um about that style. Um, like now you said overalls, I say coverall. So in North America, an overall would be a, a bottom that just has a bib with straps, whereas a coverall mm -hmm. would be the full jacket pant combo kind of thing. So maybe they're probably, yeah. So, so I, now the next one on my list, um, and my husband actually introduced me to this because this started out as, um, I think for any men that worked outside, there's a, a company in, in Canada anyways, um, called Old Milwaukee that make tools, um, like drills and that kind of stuff. Well, they made a clothing line that, um, has like heated compartments in it that run on batteries. So basically it's a jacket that has these panels in it that you hit the button. Um, and basically the jacket heats up. 
So for riding, you can get heated vests now. Um, that So, you know, you have your, and really in wintertime, it's all about layering because you know that as you get warm, you can take a layer off. Um, but with these heated vests, you just control it by, you know, you can, there's different levels that you can, can put it on um, that, you know, you feel a little bit chilly, you hit the button and it just warms up and it's like a heating blanket, but it's part of your clothes. So, uh, so those are, those are super handy because if you're not hot you just, you know, you don't turn it on and it's just a layer, but if you get chilly and then with the three, three different kind of levels, um, if you're really cold, uh, because we all know that, uh, anytime you get like the fun ends once you're cold, right? Because then it's like, I just want to go back inside because I'm cold. Um, so if you can stay warm, then uh, that's something that you want to check out. But yeah, old Milwaukee is a quite a famous com- company in, in Canada that sells these. Um, but if you go to any of your, um, local tax shops, search online, um, there's an all price points that you can find these, um, uh, heated, jackets and vests um so that that's definitely something and they run on batteries so you know you just throw a couple extra batteries in and uh, most times you it'll give you a guide of oh you know a battery will on on level three will last three hours or something like that so it kind of gives you an idea of uh how you can stay cozy warm while you're out in your winter riding um and uh, one of the little descriptions of it was like my favorite clothing item ever (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's so funny sometimes we make so sure to keep our horses warm and cozy that they don't get chilled. And sometimes we totally neglect ourselves, you know, right. uh, totally neglect to take care of ourselves uh, because we are so busy taking care of our horses. So um, I think personally, riding out in winter or in cold weather, it's only fun when you feel warm enough, right? So I think mm-hmm. warm clothing is very, very important. Now, most riders would probably agree to um, the best way to keep warm is to wear layers. Mm-hmm. You can also remove if you do like uh, schooling work with your horse, for instance, or even if you're out in the, you know, stable work or something where you get hot very quickly and sweat. So it's important that you can kind of take off a couple of layers, um, put them back on when you kind of start more relaxing riding or whatever, you know, going out with your horses. Um, and it's really, really important. I think personally is the inner wear. It's important to wear good, uh, sturdy clothes on the outside, but it's also important to wear um, something with uh, which wicks away sweat and dries quickly um, on the inside of your, right against your skin, because this is where we sweat. Now, if we sweat, we probably have all experienced it in cold weather. We are like outside and we do some sports cycling, riding, whatever. And it's suddenly really, really tough and we sweat a lot. And then our inner wear gets totally wet. And then we stop doing this um, activity and suddenly we feel cold because our inner wear or even our whole clothes are soaked. And this has been quite dangerous, actually. Um, same with the horses, right? If our horses sweat during or work up sweat during uh, activities and then we rug them afterwards, um, the rugs will get wet and um, we basically don't achieve um, that we can dry up our horses or protect our horses against the cold because uh, the horse is wet, the blanket gets wet or the rug gets wet. And by the end of the day, the horse gets very cold. So it's very important that we uh, we have an inner layer of a material with which is uh, which dries quickly and wicks away sweat or water or moisture, basically. So I think um, this is also something you should really take care. Uh, the warmest material to keep you really warm is merino wool. 
um, especially when worn on the body, on the skin itself. So if you if you want to uh, really stay warm, uh, invest in a in a good pair of merino undercloth uh, socks as well, because they really keep you warm. And as a natural material, if it's a pure merino wool, it can be a little itchy. Not everyone likes uh, wool directly on the skin, but there is a couple of very good uh, materials which have like a mix of wool and some other stuff, which are very, very comfortable. So these inner woolen or these inner clothes should not be underestimated. They are really the base layer of your clothing. So I think this is really something you should not um, try to save money in uh, buying some cheap stuff uh, as you're unaware, just because you don't see it. And and really, like you go to any sports store um, and you're going to be able to find those base layers um, that, that have that good quality, yeah. uh, moisture wicking, uh, cause you know, you, you made a great point uh, about being, you know, if you get wet, then you're cold, mm-hmm. um, very important for your feet. Um, cause that, you know, it seems like once your feet are cold or well, once your feet are wet and then they get cold, it's, a, it's way, way worse. But I have noticed, uh, more and more places because outdoor, um, sports and activities, are becoming so popular that the price for those base layers, the quality base layers has substantially come down. Um, You know, you don't have to go to the high end, you know, cross country ski store to buy it. Now Costco sells them uh sport check, you know, and all of your, your, your sports places, even if yeah. you check on Amazon, you can find some deals on the, the base layers. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, yeah, and even in Europe, we have Decathlon, which is really a great store to buy a sport clothes. And they really are not expensive as they used to be. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you can get them in all sizes, all colors, whatever you like. And they usually last for quite long. So you can mm-hmm. just uh, once or twice in, in a couple of good, uh, you know, layers. And really, personally, I think uh, long underwear is definitely a game changer when it comes to any type of winter outdoor activity. So, yes. um, invest in a good pair and, you know, stay warm and you'll feel the difference immediately. Right. So now if you are looking, you know, maybe if you're only going to be outside for a few hours, um, something that is definitely on the affordable side um, are these like they're in Canada, they're called hot hands, um, but they sell them like by the box thing. And you get in a package, there is like chew that you you there's a, a chemical in it and you shake it up and it basically warms up so you can put it in your mitts um they make one specifically da- designed for your shoes like a toe warmer mm-hmm. uh once it go in your mitts but i did actually come across ones that it's like um a, an insole so you'd actually put it in your boot and then your foot would sit on top of it yeah. and it would keep it. It's basically like another layer of insulation, but usually they last three or four hours. Um, so if you were, you know, if it was a little bit extra cold and, and, you know, specifically when you're riding, um, if you're, you know, your feet are in your stirrup, your feet probably aren't moving that much. So when they're not moving, they do tend to get a little bit, can get colder faster. You know, always a good idea to, you know, give your toes a wiggle every once in a while. Um, but the nice thing about them are um, you can take an extra package in your pocket. Um, and if you're out longer than anticipated and they, you know, the the hot hands or the toe warmers have lost their, lost their jam, you can swap them out. 
and yeah. put a new one in. Um, they're very affordable. I, I think you can probably get a box of 20 of them um, for maybe $10 or something like that. And lots of times you see them sold um, at like hockey rinks or those kind of things. So while if you're watching a hockey game and your hands got cold, you could just stick them in uh in into uh into your mitts um because yeah. that that is something that um is important um and then which you know because there are um specific winter riding boots versus your regular summer riding boots so you know and now when you're going to a winter riding boot sometimes you're wearing a little heavier sock so make sure you're sizing those uh sizing them appropriate yeah but, always but at the buy end them yeah, I always say buy them one size larger. I always buy my mm-hmm. winter boots one size larger so I can wear a second pair of socks or a thick pair of woolen socks inside. Right. And and always a good idea um, is to, you know, usually winter coats and winter gear do tend to have lots of pockets. You know, throw in an extra. If your feet get cold, you know, have an extra pair of socks or or if your feet do get a little bit damp, swap your yeah. socks out. Yep. Um, those kind of things, you know, get a good quality glove. Um, traditionally in the winter time, you get more cold than wet versus those, you know, that like in Canada anyway, or here, um, you know, that season between winter and summer, um, which sometimes in Canada doesn't exist. We just go winter right to summer or summer right to winter. But if it's rainy, um, cause sometimes like Iceland, for example, um, isn't necessarily as cold, but it is more damp and rain. So you do want to make sure that your gear does have some water, water protection, whether, uh, and there is a difference between waterproof, water repellent, um, those kind of things, because you don't, you know, I, I know as soon as I, if my hands get wet or and cold, I'm done for like, it's, yeah. it, it does something to my brain that I become miserable. And then I just don't want to be outside anymore. So th- those are the kind of things like winter time when it's, you're probably not going to be out heavy or riding if it's heavy snowing where the snow is quite wet. If you are out riding in the winter time, it's probably on a nicer day where it's, you know, it's cold, but not wet and cold. So you're not, uh, you would just want to make sure that your gear has, uh, has that warmth to it versus something that is also going to give you warmth if you're wet. Yeah. Protection against uh, rain. Um, <laughs> one of my big tips also for winter riding is um maybe you want to invest in a sheepskin cover for your saddle because mm-hmm. sheepskin traps uh, layers of air when uh, and this air warms up basically and provides you with a really wonderful warm feeling on your bum and thighs as well. So if you don't ride bareback, but if you prefer a saddle, um, you know, it's uh, it's really a wonderful material to sit in and it, it already looks wonderfully, you know, you you see it and you see this beautiful sheepskin and you think, oh, that looks really cozy. You sit inside and it's really nice and warm. Uh, by the way, it also helps you to cool down uh, during the hot weather because it's a great, it's a really great, um, I think they call it um, thermoelastic material something like that. It's something which keeps you cool in summer and warm in winter. So sheepskin really is a lovely, lovely material. The only problem is it takes really a long time to dry. So it's not really great when it's raining. Um, Once it's wet, uh, you need to take it home with you and dry it indoors because if you keep it in a cool or cold, damp saddle room, um, it will never really dry up. So it's really, really nice to... um, 
to write when it's dry and cold, but not really when it's wet. But yeah, it's definitely my personal um, kind of advice or little tip. If you're winter riding, if you're riding a lot during the cold season, sheepskin is wonderful. Uh, another tip is uh, with your ear, keeping your ears warm, you know, a couple of different options you can um, you know, put a toque over top of your helmet just adds that extra layer of insulation. <laughs> but what I like to do is uh, put a scarf over my head and, and you know, you, doctor, you cover it so your ears are covered and then put your helmet on. Because I do, you know, there is that, um, you know, that space kind of where the strap is for your helmet that there really isn't any covering. Your ears are not covered in a helmet uh, unless you buy... Um, you know, the, the yeah, specific ear, yeah, the ear, ear protection buffs, one, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but a, a scarf works just as easily um, to, to protect you uh, or to protect your ears, your ears, your back of your neck, your face. Because yeah. um, that, you know, there are certain, you know, it seems like hands, feet and ears are the, are the, the cold zones, right? Yeah, that once yeah. those get cold, then that does want to change. Um, one last thing I wanted to talk about was some, some rain wear because um, not everywhere gets the extreme cold in the winter, but they do get the rainier season. Um, so there, there are some options. Um, one style of rain wear um, that I've used that has been st- amazing um that they are friends from the south the australians really the dusters the oils the australian um rain slickers that um the oil skin ones are so warm they re- not only you know not only are they rainproof but they repel the rain so it's like they just bounce off it's like they have that that oil on it just bounces the rain off um uh, and they really keep you dry and warm because if you're you know if you're dry you're warm um what i especially like about the really long ones the the ones that you know go basically down you know mid calf is they have these great leg straps so if it is a little bit breezy your your long jacket isn't flapping uh you know cowboys have been using these slickers for years and years um but they are um you know super easy to use the leg straps, keep it in place. Uh, some of them come with hoods that you can put up over top of your helmet. Uh, I have a weird shaped head that I always have to adjust it, but I like to put my hood up and then put my helmet on. And it seems it locks it in place. It gives my ears protection. It gives the back of my neck protection. Um, and, and that's really how I like to, if I, you know, anytime I have a hood on, hood than the helmet. Um, but it is something definitely, uh, that's one of my favorites, but I did find, um, this other company Equidry. They have, um, some really great options for, uh, rain wear. Um, some have like reflective, there's like fleece line. They have the, the side zips, the storm flaps, um, but they have reflective tape on it. So, you know, when you're out riding, it just adds another um, degree of safety for them. Um, but what I especially like, they come in like every color of the rainbow. So if you want hot pink or teal, not you are no longer limited to just like black or gray. You can get a hot pink one, which I'm going to try to order. Um, but yeah, they come with detachable hoods. They come with um, uh, what? Uh, let me just tell you here what um, 
they're windproof, breathable. They have some of, you know, depending on what level you buy, there's a, a fleece lined hood. They have side zips, um, full length outer storm flap. They even have a hand warmer pocket, uh, external zip pockets, um, the two-way zip, which is always a, a great thing for, for walking once you're off. Um, but, you know, they have the, the fleece on the inside. Um, you know, you can get them embroidered with your, your logo or your stable logo, or even just like super rider, equestrian adventurous. Um, those are definitely something that, that, uh, I am looking at for, uh, a, a heavy rain where if you are going to be riding in an area where, you know, you're riding in Ireland, it's going to rain. Yeah. Like it's not if it's just when, um, Iceland, the same thing, you know, the temperature doesn't get as cold, um, but it will rain. You will get wet. So yeah. You, yeah, I mean, in Germany too, we got lots, we get lots of rains during winter times. Um, I got some really great uh, part of our really great piece of gear. Um, they're called rain legs. Um, and the thing is, if you ride your most exposed uh, body part towards the rain is usually your, your thighs, your upper legs, mm -hmm. because very often you wear a good rain jacket, but uh, there's nothing really your, your, I mean, there is rain uh, breaches, like protection, right. like proper plastic breaches or these kind of how you call them, uh, which cyclists usually wear like rain pants, but they're very slippery. Mm -hmm. So if you wear right. those, uh, you slip around in the saddle. So they're not really very recommended if you do a serious long riding. And uh, I have these rain legs. They're worn around uh, my, my hip like a belt. And when it starts raining, I just open them. And I roll them down until under my knee where I fix them with an electric, with an elastic strap. So they kind of protect mostly my thighs against the rain. And they're really, um, without really getting into, um, you know, in, uh, it kind of into the legs, like they're mostly on top of my legs, um, not where I, I need to grip. And I mean, the lower leg anyway is protected by chaps or by boots or whatever. So they just end where the boots start or the chaps start. And, um, yeah, they really protect my upper legs very, very well against rain. And you can always roll them up again if the rain stops and you don't need them anymore. And they're really cool. They are also, I think, mostly developed by cyclists for cycling, but for riding, mm -hmm. they're really great as well. So they come in different colors. I bought them in, I think I have like a reflective white color, but you also get them in like, you know, neon yellow to, to, you know, be seen like high vis colors, or you can also get them in black or gray if you prefer these kind of more dull colors, but they're really great. Um, I used them now once or twice and they're amazing. They really keep my leg nice and dry. So they are really perfectly for like cold, rainy winter rides. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, if you're dry, you're warm. Yep, exactly. So yeah, it's it's really it's really correct. Like uh, protecting you from <clears throat> from rain, from moisture, from uh, the wetness is very very important. Um, not only the the upper body, but as well the legs, the feet, the hands. It's very important to wear good gloves. And always make sure they are, they fit you well. Like as I mentioned already, when I buy boots for winter riding, I always buy them one size bigger, not only to wear two pair of socks, but also to ensure that I can still move my toes because the movement of the toes of the fingers inside the gloves is very, very important. If the glove is so tight that you can't really move the fingers very much, you'll get cold much quicker. Same goes with your feet. So I think clothing is really, really important. And we have such 
uh, good clothing nowadays, as you mentioned, for very affordable prices so that there's no excuse um, really left not to go riding even in the cold or rainy season. Right. Funny you mentioned about cl gloves. I So I, I spoiler alert, I uh, I did a tour through one of the tack shops here when I was visiting uh, one of my girlfriends this weekend. Um, so we you, I give all of the inside tips on what's great for Christmas. But just as I was waiting for her to finish up working, um, they now make gloves that are for to protect, protect your nails. So the, the ends of them are a little bit longer. So if you have nicely manicured nails, you can still have gloves that so your nice your nice uh, painted fingernails will not be damaged in these gloves. So I thought that was really like these companies are going all the way out there because, you know, us adventuresses, you know, maybe you have a daytime job where, you know, your 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 appearance and your presentation is important and you but you want to do horsey stuff on the weekend. Well, there you go. Now they sell gloves that will protect your manicure. <laughs> Exactly. Wonderful. Well, one last yes. um, item here, which I think is really important when we ride, uh, when we think winter rides, uh, we also think darkness, right? So I think it's very, very important for us and for a horse to wear this high-vis colors. Um, there is lots of clothing which nowadays come high-vis, but there is still a lot of clothing which come in dull colors like gray, black, dark blue, because, well, most people don't like to wear such gaudy bright colors i mean i know you love pink and i also don't <laughs> mind uh, a bit of color but still a lot of the rain jackets like i have three or four jackets for riding and they are like all dark blue and one is black and uh, well this is not these are not really uh very visible in the darkness so i purchased um one of these um safety vests you know a high-vis safety vests and beautiful yellow uh, with these reflective bands around me. But um, it's so important that people can see you when you ride out there in the dark. And the problem is when you ride in winter, you very often come into the dark because let's face it, many people um, have daytime jobs and they can only ride afterwards or ride early morning and it's still dark outside. And right. uh, I now also purchased some um, reflective stuff for my horse. So mm. there is like like little kits you can purchase together, like, um, you know, packages. And I purchased one and there was um, high-vis uh, brushing boots. So I put those oh, on. Oh, um, There is a tail band, which I add to the put on top of the tail. There is a, a breastplate um, also made with this reflective band. And there's even uh, blinking light LED clips, which I can put in my horse's main so that it's really visible from all places and the thing is um it helps a lot because i drive also at night and the other day i came upon a horse rider and i really literally saw them in the last minute possibly because they had nothing on you know the horse was dark brown or bay i don't know it was pretty dark and the rider was also wearing like a black breeches black boots like a dark colored um jacket so i really rounded the band and i saw them in the last possible minute so now if you consider riding in winter time when it's a little you know free frozen over perhaps and i have a longer way to uh to stop my car because of the of the road conditions it's very very risky if you don't wear any high visibility or reflective clothing so that should be on the mind of any rider responsible rider out there uh riding up in the dark It's so much better. I've also encountered people with horses outside, riders, uh, people leading their horses with a lot of reflective gear. And you see them from far away. You can really slow down. You can pass them at a very a reasonable speed. Much better, much safer for you and your horse. 
Absolutely. I, I often see, you see the, um, some of the police horses now they've put the, um, reflective or like the, the flashing lights, they clip them into their tail so they can see yep. those too. So yes, yes all great so much, so, so much stuff nowadays. And we should yeah. really make use of that, um, purchase it. It's not expensive and it goes a long way of, uh, keeping you yourself and your horse safe. That's right. So stay warm out there, everyone. You, you, we've given you some great tips on winter uh, jackets and boots and toe warmers and gloves and rain gear. So I hope that everyone can get out and do a little bit of winter riding. Yeah. And always keep in mind, it's fun to ride. It's fun to ride out in winter as long as you have proper clothes and proper gear. Yep. Uh, it's just a fun thing. And even riding out in the darkness can be fun because your horse, uh, our horses basically see much better than us in the darkness. So it's a big uh, lesson on trusting your horse. Um, so I always say, go out there, ride. Don't let the cold or the darkness uh, deter you from riding. You can do it. Just get proper gear and proper clothes and you'll have fun with your horse, even now in winter times. Perfect. It was great chatting with you again. I uh, It's been been uh been a while since we've got to do one of these episodes so i'm glad we got the opportunity today me too and that's it for today's episode heather and me want to thank you very much for tuning in to the equestrian adventurers podcast the show for women who love horses travel and adventure are you missing a topic or have an interesting story to tell contact us through our facebook group or send us an email on podcast minus show at equestrianadventurers.com for all information on this episode, check out today's show notes. You can find the link in your podcast player window or just go to the Equestrian Adventurers' website under podcast. Here you can find all the information about our virtual workshop, Adventuring with Your Horse, our latest free travel guidebook, The Ultimate Equestrian Adventurers' Bucket List, or our 1000 Miles Challenge. So long, everybody. Happy trails. <laughs>